Dare we open Pandora's mystic box? To every generation, a slayer is born, except this time, there were six. This is the dimension of imagination. You are entering the mystic zone. Do you ladies see that aura? Something wonderful this way comes. Welcome to the Mystic Order podcast. We are the Mystic Order of East Alabama Fiction Writers, and today we are going to talk about Renaissance women. I am Joanne, the Mystic Defender. I have that moniker because although I have represented everybody in the Mystic <laughs> Order, I have, not necess- <laughs> I have not necessarily <laughs> defended all of them because some of them are indefensible. Oh, <laughs> Margie. The queen has never been to court, <laughs> except hmm. in her royal court. Hmm. Hi, I'm Margie, the mystic illuminator, and briefly, it's because I'm a painter. There we go. I'm Marion, the mystic dog whisperer, and I'm just mostly strange. <laughs> Woof. And the queen totally agrees with Marion's description, and I am the queen mystic, and there's a reason for that. Yes, and the name of the Queen Mystic is Gail. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome. Somebody's got to keep this this group on track. The queen. I'm not sure it's you. <laughs> the qu- the Queen sure. may want to ma- remain anonymous. It, 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 don't count on Mary for keeping us on track. On track. And she's laughing because we uh, just half recorded a podcast but I did not have the thing turned on properly so here we go again my name is Mary and I don't know why but I'm the nebulous mystic and can you give me the definition of nebulous Miss Mary yes it's magenta fading to cream (laughs) but but is that perhaps, in the dictionary? Yes, it's, it's in the mystic dictionary. <laughs> perhaps it's because you are from a nebula? Yes, there are so many beautiful colors in the nebulas. Here we go. Nebulae. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about the week that was mystic. Margie, what have you done this week? I've done a lot, and uh, the Queen and I had a great field trip. But I'm going to leave some of those for the Queen to talk about. But I did have... A long chat with Travis of Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> Who lives on a boulder. <laughs> he does live on a boulder because my MacBook Pro is on the blink. We had a wonderful hour and a half conversation. We didn't fix it, but um, I learned that he learned to play the piano during COVID. And he recommended some great Netflix shows, including Ooh. Sweet Tooth. Now, so. why were you talking to this fellow? He was trying to help my computer log on again or sign in it just can you tell me his name again travis travis from boulder from boulder very nice guy oh and i had he had to capture my you know phone to show me what to do and so i showed him all around my house oh this guy is from somalia all oh no no he lives in boulder he's he's uh, he's travis and uh he went like Oh, you are an artist because I showed him my Renaissance man meets 20th century woman painting. And he went, that, we'll put it on our site. Okay, I have to be brief. Bye. (laughs) I'm going to edit my mystic high-low for this week and just talk about the high. And that would be that 
my Verizon phone is still cutting up. I got a new one. I went and, you know, met with people at Verizon, not Travis from Boulder, but others at Opelika and got a, a new Verizon phone. And every time I talk to my mother, she says, you sound like you're down in a tunnel. So, But I, you sound like that off your phone, too. Do I? A little bit. Well, oh, tunnel. darn. Well, <laughs> anyway, my son fashioned for me this week a tinfoil hat <laughs> with a real tall pointy antenna on the top. So it literally is the high point yeah. of my week. And this is why and I called love. all the other mystics and said I'm worried about Marion when I saw the <laughs> picture. Oh. And we, we just thought that was just generally. <laughs> yeah, well, always. But but this in particular alarmed to me. Mary, are we going to put a picture of this on, on Facebook? If one of my sister mystics will remind me, yes. Okay. And we're going to crop it because Marion has on no makeup in it. Honey, when you're wearing a tinfoil hat with a pant, with a point, ain't nobody looking at your makeup. But now I have to sit out on the front porch in my gown wearing my tinfoil hat to talk to Mama on the phone. <laughs> but, and, but I have to know, Marion, did it work? If I sit out on the porch... And you're, and you're in my tinfoil was hat. It Reynolds, was it Reynolds aluminum? It was Reynolds wrap, oven-tempered. Oh, Maybe wow. Margie could Wonderful. use that for fixing her computer. You need to tell um, Travis and Boulder about that. Well, now my computer is with Charles in Atlanta oh. from Onyx. And Charles calls me every day and goes like, not done yet, but hang in there. <laughs> Charles probably knows nothing about Reynolds wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Queen, how was your week? Well, I went to Fairhope, Alabama this week. And, and um, if you've never been there, run, don't walk, because Fairhope is absolutely marvelous. Um, and I went there because one of my favorite artists, Nall, has a new book called Nall in Troy. And the problem was Nall was not in Troy and not in Fairhope. He was in Paris and his store was locked. And I particularly wanted to buy a book from its author because that means the author gets a lot more money than if you buy it from Books A Trillion. So, and um, don't we know that? Yes, we, we, we have personal experience with that. So um, because I was disappointed not getting the book, I treated myself, well, I, I, had, I visited a classmate, so we all went, and I treated to Southwood Kitchens in Daphne, Alabama, which is its sister city. And the food is absolutely marvelous. A little pricey, but marvelous. And our waiter was named Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> he did not have on a Reynolds wrap hat. And furthermore, he was hot. <laughs> okay, Gail's new crush. <laughs> I dedicate all these podcasts to all of Gail's crushes. Somebody, has, has anybody got a list of my crushes? Because I forgot them the minute I met oh, Reynolds. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> Okay, y'all did not hear that, all you crushies out there. That's right. She She's just playing. She's You're playing. Balance now. Well, not Jordan. I will never forget him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of a permacrush. Yeah, permacrush. Perma, <laughs> 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 is that melting? The permacrush is melting. I know. It's terrible. Speaking of global warming. Now <laughs> yeah. that's on the unrecorded yeah. podcast. I blame Reynolds for a lot of that glo <laughs> global warming. <laughs> And the global wobing. <laughs> All right, y'all. As we as we go down the gutter, Mary, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I have a little short story. It's no, really, I mean, like my crush short story. <laughs> None um, of the mystics. Speaking of boulders, there's a boulder in my neighbor's yard, and these 
the young college boys have moved in and they've been out there power washing the boulders. <laughs> so I like them automatically. I like people who clean the boulders in the yards and I asked them to move the boulder to my yard and they would not. But when I went and got them up bright and early one morning to ask them to move the cast iron kitchen sink out of my house, they did. And they didn't know who I was, so I knocked on the door and he said... How strong does someone have to be to move a boulder? College boys I think strong. I think these guys could move the boulder if they'd wanted to, but they would have had to dig it up with a backhoe. They the were just backhoe. cleaning it up, so mm-hmm. they moved your sink. They moved my sink, and I gave them a six-pack of beer. Did and they think you were totally weird, Mary? They didn't know who I was, and <laughs> they were still going to move that sink. <laughs> until, until the six-pack of beer, they probably <laughs> did think she was weird. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's my story about boulders and young men who move sinks. Gail, if you meet them, you'll probably get a crush on both of them. Their names are Hunter and Trad, and they're cute. And well, I'm more interested in guy in the teepee what's his name his name's joseph as is my husband's name so things are getting real confusing about nomenclature in my house (laughs) just the nomenclature just the nomenclature (laughs) the mystic well the mystics you have to be good um to be a good writer you have to be a good reader and so the mystics enjoy reading um my mystic book this week is an older book and we mary and i know has read it it is Love in the Time of Cholera, and I, re- I started reading it, I'm a slow reader, during the pandemic because I remembered it from school. I read it in Spanish first, it's by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, but it's about, it's something that you read um, several times in your life, and it really had a very poignant meaning now because it's about love in your old age. I mean, the people are 80 when they... What are you saying, be- Joanne? Why are you giving us all the look? Well, just, I'm She's not, giving just, us the look. I'm not giving you the look. It's it's a very it's a very sweet, you know, because their children think, oh, they can't be in love. They're old, but they do, and they run off together, and it's great. It's just wonderful. Did you read it in Spanish? I read it in Spanish as a student, but no, this time I read it in English, so I got every little juicy word. <laughs> Margie, not passing this time. I've been reading Frida Kahlo's diary. Uh, oh. Speaking of juice, <laughs> speaking of every little juicy word. <laughs> well, I've been reading or looking at Joseph Philippe Beveillard's picture book, Mencier. Can we count picture books as opuses? Yeah. Um, Opa. <laughs> yeah. Opa. Yeah. Um, I, I am an, an Instagram friend with him. I guess if we're really friends, I follow him on Instagram. And a couple of years ago, I wrote to him. I don't remember how I wrote to him. Can you write to people on Instagram? You can slide into their DMs. I did something and Ooh, contacted him. Oh my him. God. I must have Reynolds, s- do I, you have a DM? I think I, <laughs> I think do not I slid ask him into that. Joseph Philippe's DM. DM. Wait, maybe it's PM. Oh, it's DM direct message. Well, I s- <laughs> Anyway, I, I said to him, if you ever publish a collection of these photographs please let me know because I want to buy to it. be in them and so I actually helped with the crowdsource funding oh. of him getting this collection of photographs published from Skeleton Key Press and got my copy of it this week and it's absolutely beautiful I've also gotten can I borrow that book <laughs> No, you can slot into his DM and get your own. <laughs> I um, I also sloppy during, sliding. No, I also got Porches of New Orleans, another picture book during the quarantine, which is absolutely lovely. And Gail, 
Queen Gail has been to the porches of New Orleans, but she's unable to speak right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did. It's Yardy Gras. Yardy Gras, because of the, of the global pandemic, we couldn't have Mardi Gras. So my, all the other people looking at Yardy Gras were walking on the sidewalks, which is pretty smart, but to avoid dying... We didn't want to be in the crowd, so we walked on St. Charles to watch. And believe me, walking on St. Charles is just about as dangerous <laughs> as a pandemic. <laughs> that have been so ironic. Do y'all want me to mention Murderous Inc. and how I learned? Yes, from, please do. Um, Mystic Gale gifted me a copy of a book called Murderous Inc. because she knows how much I love true murder. crime. <laughs> true crime. Particularly and, murder. And the chapter that I read yesterday um, informed me that the reason so many people like Jessica Fletcher from Murder, She Wrote, is that they're old Nancy Drew and Judy Bolton fans who oh, wow. grew up loving a mystery that a woman solves without, you know, shooting a gun or exactly. kicking anybody. And I think they I think they are now called cozy mysteries. I think that's the popular name for this type of mystery. Oh, yeah. But the idea is that it's the old Nancy Drew fr- fans who love Jessica Fletcher and murder she wrote so much. And I found that kind of interesting. <clears throat> also, don't want to miss an opportunity to say that our friend and neighbor Ash Parsons' newest book is out. It's a young adult story called You're So Dead. I ordered it from Amazon and it arrived yesterday. I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to recommend it in advance. Isn't that the uh, woman a previous clown? Yes. She's she's actually a Renaissance woman herself. and um, She met her husband in clown, in clown college. college yes. I do believe, and they've done many wonderful things. They've made puppets and done puppet shows. They have. And, they can. Um, her husband made my first mask, my second mask during the pandemic, and um, they raised bees and yes. all kind of interesting things. But 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 wait, Gail said a previous clown. You can, can never be a previous clown. Yeah, well, that's true. As the mother of a clown from birth to death, <laughs> I have to agree. Is is a cozy mystery a genre? It must. It's a subgenre. That's a that's a that's an academic answer. It's yes. a subgenre. It doesn't tell you anything. It just answers. <laughs> it's a, it means it's a mystery. It's a mystery that I guess it's not hard boiled. It doesn't have the rough, tough male detective. Yeah, it, it's sh- shoot usually up, they're bang, solved bang. without yeah. violence. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> we are. By the way, we are to the point in our podcast that we call the Mystic Opus Corner, and uh, I'm reading Hamnet, and the jury is out. Mary, what is your opus of the, the I week? I just finished, um, I'm sorry, I just interrupted your question. I just finished The House of the Spirit, and I want to be like Clara the Clairvoyant, it's and I want a three-legged book. table it, it that I think it's around. Best book. Just Have y'all it. heard um, Aliende on TED Talks? It's mm-hmm. one of my total favorite TED Talks. They are to our stamp of excellence. That. And my stamp of excellence um, goes in with my Mystic Sea. Um, Jimmy and I have been traveling, and we um, have an RV, and we went to a place outside of Borden Springs, Alabama, which is in northeast Alabama. And it is on the Chief Ladiga bike path. And the Chief Ladiga bike path was made from a abandoned railroad way. And they are doing this across the country. 
And it was absolutely exquisite. It was like the Natchez Parkway of bike paths. Is there a name for the project? Rails to Trails. <laughs> Rails to Trails. Rails to Trails. I hope they put one in Auburn. Well, that is my stamp of excellence. I heard yesterday at a, a civic meeting that Opelika is the Lee Russell Council of Governments is starting a project and to do an investigation about doing a rails to trail path from Opelika to Roanoke. And they're wonderful. Margie knows of one in Ohio where her son lives. And they just, you can walk them, you can ride bikes. And of course, they're just flat as flitters because, you know. Flat as re- what? Flitter. Flitters. What are flitters? Well, yeah, flitters like a fritters? pig. No, not fritters. <laughs> flitters. Flitters Flitters. much more. Flitters. She's saying flitters. Pancakes. Flitters are flat. <laughs> you know what's really funny is a flitter. sail possum. But trains did not want to go up hills, so they made them. Marion is not allowed to say what she's thinking on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on from the flitters. Okay, that is my mystic stamp of excellence. Margie, what is your stamp of excellence? My stamp of excellence comes from our trip to uh, the Queens and my trip to Wetumpka, Alabama, and just the uh, fantastic people that are there. And one I would like to stamp with excellence is the director of the Elmore County Historical Society and Museum. She gave us a wonderful tour. It's in an old post office. And uh, one of the highlights was she and her sister had recreated uh, an electric chair, which I got a picture of the queen sitting in. (laughs) An electric chair like that would have never happened if I'd known that electric chair was called Big Mama. Big yellow mama, as you saw. <laughs> and, it, and it was yellow. Gail did not put on the oh straps, but it, wasn't, it was a replica. And then they also have a giant onyx, very valuable, not allowed to be photographed. Uh, really? One of the big, oh, yeah. Really, really incredible. A man cut his leg in the lake, and he dug it up. And there was a <laughs> Dug up his leg? <laughs> dug up his leg. As he was bleeding to death, he found the onyx. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But uh, did they have to amputate? We, we didn't hear more about him. We just got, got his onyx. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> anyway, that was a great trip. And Marion? I'm going to skip travel and give two stamps of excellence, but... I always thought Flitter Did we was say that was in the rules that you could skip something and add one? I'm an Aquarian. Oh, I see. We're rule breakers. Um, <laughs> I, I was, I'm not going to say what I thought Flitter meant because <laughs> Gail said I can't. But the Urban Dictionary says it's a mix between flirting and Twitter. Oh, a Flitter. Flat? Is the that Flitter? That's, 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 so that's a new meaning. <laughs> anyway, my stamps of excellence go to... Actually, I want to give them to the podcast producers and the music that they chose for their podcast because both are excellent. I have listened to podcast producer David Ridgen's Someone Knows Something, which is several seasons long. It's tr- they, he covers true crimes. He does it very well. But the theme song for the first two seasons is a song written by Bob Wiseman and performed by Mary Margaret O'Hara called I Will Never Stop My Love. And it is one of the most beautiful songs I have ever heard in my life. Write that down, somebody. The other is an eight-part Texas Monthly podcast that was made from a three-part magazine feature. I used to subscribe to Texas Monthly because it has great writers. This is Skip Hollinsworth. 
he has done a, a tr another true crime podcast called Tom Brown's Body, which is very sad but beautifully done. Um, he's also, Skip Hollinsworth also wrote the movie Bernie, if any of you have seen that with Jack Black. It's based on a true story, too, that he covered for Texas Monthly. But the song, one of the songs that's featured in this podcast is the Avett Brothers, who my son tells me have been popular for a long, long time. And I'm positive I'm kin to them because my family's name is Averett, and I'm sure that extra ER just got chopped out in their side of the family. But they... <laughs> Was that on Ellis Island? Maybe. <laughs> they um, have a song called No Hard Feelings, which figures prominently in the story of this missing teenager who disappeared from the small town in Texas, and it too is sublime. No Hard Feelings, no hard the Avett feelings. Brothers. Excellent. Beautiful. Both of those podcasts and their music get my stamp of excellence. All Gail, right. Do you have a stamp of excellence Well, this I week? always have a stamp of excellence. There's not, not nary a day that I'm not having the stamp of excellence. But this time, I, I'm not much of a documentary watcher, I, and especially if it's music, um, I don't know why. I'm not much of a TV watcher until nighttime. But I watch, well, my favorite music documentary was the Ken Burns country music documentary. It was amazing. But I watched one called Echo in the Canyon. It's an old documentary, not old, 2019, but I'd never seen it. And the narrator is the handsome version of Bob Dylan, his son Jacob Dylan, who's the youngest child of, of five. Oh. And um, Jacob's no spring chicken. You, when you think child of Bob Dylan, well, you know, he should be 20, but no. He's, <laughs> he, Jacob's no spring chicken. He has, he has four boys of his own. But in this documentary, and I'm going to read you a little paragraph. Echo in the Canyon celebrates the popular music that came out of L.A.'s Laurel Canyon neighborhood in the mid-60s. Folk went electric, and the birds, the Beach Boys, Buffalo Springfield, and the Mamas and the Papas cemented the California sound. It was a moment, 1965 through 1967, when bands came to L.A. to emulate the Beatles, and Laurel Canyon emerged as a hotbed of creativity and collaboration. And in this, uh, inter Jacob... Dylan sings with and interviews Brian Wilson, Nora Jones, and there wasn't enough of that. It was wonderful. Uh, Crosby, Stillis, and Nash. He talks with these people. Tom Petty, Michelle Phillips, Eric Clapton, just to name a few. I never knew that Nora Jones has been around that long. She hasn't, but he's been pairing up with uh, people to sing the old, sing the old '60s songs. Ah, and she no, she I hasn't because she's Robbie Sankar's daughter, and he was that was his era. Yes, okay. Young Jacob wasn't around then either. So, Gail, you know Bob Dylan just turned 80. Yeah. So I know, so his kid, his could, kid be could be older than could 20. Be 60. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think he's quite 60 because he's the baby of the five Bob Dylan uh -huh. had. Uh, but, you know, I'm thinking... I know. He's about, still a kid. But yeah. we just don't know when Bob started. Mary, what is your stamp of excellence this time? I'm going to double stamp Gail's. I like that movie a lot. I love learning about Laurel Canyon, and, and I'm just going to give a broad and general stamp to Joni Mitchell and remind folks that she's probably the greatest genius. Uh, she might be the Renaissance woman that we're all looking oh, yeah, for today. She, oh, yeah. love Joni Mitchell. Love Joni Mitchell. I was going to say, the Mystic Sea, I have told about mine going to the Chief Ladiga bike trail. 
beautiful little creek, Terrapin Creek, that ran by it as well. Margie, do you have a mystic? Margie and I are probably going to do this one together. Do that, yes. Y'all, I know you had a mystic outing. I invited the mystics to go to um, two places, to Wetumpka, Alabama, and that's because uh, in Wetumpka, Wetumpka, Alabama has been renovated And also, uh, let me say that Wetumpka was partly used in the filming of Big Fish. It was renovated in Hometown Takeover. What what channel is that on, Margie? I think it's on the House and Garden. They might have moved to, like, Discovery or something, but it's this couple from Laurel, Mississippi that has redone Laurel, and then they did a competition of all these towns, and Wetumpka won, and they went to the town and remodeled about six or seven houses and uh, painted murals and stuff. And Wetumpka was hit by a really bad tornado in 2019. So part of that was a rebuilding of the town. But a lot of mural-like and beautiful signs and storefronts. And um, the reason I particularly wanted to go there is I'm a fan of the artist John Kelly Fitzpatrick. And he, uh, there's a museum called the Kelly with John Kelly Fitzpatrick's work, along with other people that were in the Dixie Art Colony. And I have a friend whose aunt was Wari LeBron, and she was part of that artist colony. And later, Frank Appleby, who is our API right. person, he API is Auburn University's name before it was API, and he was head of the art department. He was the head of when I went to Auburn. Oh, he was? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Mr. Appleby. So both Auburn University and API. But um, he joined that art, art colony, and I think what stands out to me about Appleby was there was, at the time, in 1946, the United States had an advancing American art collection that it was, was traveling around the United States, and it was to show that our modern artists were modern. And the United States was modern now after the war. And um, so once they, these politicians that gave the money for it saw it, they thought, this is totally un-American and weird. So they put it up for sale, and, and Frank Appleby bought part of that collection. And, and it so had George O'Keefe's, and I mean, it, it's fabulous, and Auburn University owned it. And Goldweight. Is that the one that had been Sean's Hunger mm-hmm. yes, in it? Yes, Which they found years later packed away in a back room, if I'm not mistaken. Well, the thing about art, this art collection, was it was hanging in people's offices. Right. And it was all around the campus. And, you know, when we visited the Kelly, they said the same thing, that it was at, what school is there? That where what school is there? They oh, were, in Wetumpka. Uh huh. It was in some of those offices. Right, right. So right. they had to collect it to put it in. So that's why I wanted to go. But as it turns out, uh, when we walked into the Kelly, they were having a program, so we had to tippy toe around. I should say the program was a lecture on art by a blind man. Ooh, oh, I love it. How does he paint? I don't know because we kind of didn't listen to his talk. We were too busy trying he to paint. Well, we got in the last in tail of the lecture, so we don't know what. Maybe he's an art critic. Fascinating. Yeah. That would mm. be fascinating. But, but um, anyway, so there was an elderly gentleman. We know his exact age because he had lived there 70 years, and he came when he was 14. So... Um, 70 plus 14 equals 84. That's how. And he said, well... 
what are we do? What are you doing here? And we see well, we wanted to see we Tomka, and he said, "Well, did you see the houses that were renovated for this hometown takeover?" And we said, "No." And he was telling us the streets, and I was thinking, "We will never find that. We will never find that." Oh, and so um, the, we we learned that the man's name was Chick. Oh. And Chick was a very sweet man. and a he 60s said, name. <laughs> he said, um, well, listen, I'll ride with y'all and show you where the houses are. Oh. And so um, we said, okay, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, and so we start to go for the queen's car. And as we approach, as we're getting near her car, he goes like, well, why don't we go in my car? Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh, y'all are about to get kidnapped. And, and Mary's so going to hear said, about it on a podcast. Said, we said, okay, okay. He looked, you know. He was not mm-hmm. in bad shape, but, you know. Uh, so we got in his car. Wait, now, wait, wait. No, I don't know. Well, he was quite, he was quite handsome. Oh, Gail got a crush on him? Well, not immediately because he, he was out of her age group. Okay. Um, so, so anyway, so um, Gail wanted to say this line and just to act like that I didn't say it, but I'm going to say it for the continuity of it. Mm-hmm. So when we got in the car, um, Chick goes like, Oh, by the way, I don't drive so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad y'all had a um, adventure, chick. A safe trip. But was was it a was it a good a good he was uh, quite, tour anyway? Was, he was quite gracious. He showed us all the houses that had been redone and told us the dirt on all the people. He said, "Oh yeah, they photographed, they interviewed the former mayor in the in the in the." barber shop he's no longer barber and he's no longer the mayor but they <laughs> pretended like it anyway and then he went like Wonderful. and this house these two women lived in and but they're broken up now and uh, somebody else lives there but it was really interesting he, he, he was quite gracious he and did know the dirt gail and i asked him uh the queen and i asked him well give us your phone number so when we come back with the mystics and he said i don't usually give my phone numbers to strange people oh my god <laughs> <laughs> just put him in my car. And I said, Chick, I've only been with you for two hours. <laughs> just to show you that even though Marion is the only one that says <laughs> she's strange, people mm. think we all are. Mm. Let's move on to our mystic bites. Marion, I know, do you have a mystic bite? I can just very quickly run through this because I know time's a factor. Us it having is. been on the second recording of this particular podcast i've been eating zipper peas and boiled okra and brown down squash and sliced tomato and hot pepper Yum. but yesterday i gave in and ate a plant-based beyond burger wrapped in lettuce at burger fi it's so good it's oh they're very very good they're not as good as zipper peas boiled with okra brown down squash sliced tomato and hot pepper but if you're going to eat outside your own kitchen they're good and no animals die in the making of the beyond burger would you say that list one more time let's see if we can hear the beat Zipper peas with okra, brown down squash sliced tomato, and hot pepper. Love it. We're going to make a song. I'm hungry. (laughs) That does. It sounds like a country song. (laughs) I hope I can do mine to a beat. Um, My Mystic Bite... Have we, are we to me? Yes. We are okay. almost finished with the podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. My mystic bite is uh, Vidalia Onion Pie. My cousin, uh, who is the Earl of Montgomery, came to visit, and I didn't want to make anything just normal Southern for him, so I made a Vidalia Onion Pie. My favorite recipe can be found online by the black peppercorn. Yeah. And listen, make it with saltines. Yes. Sleeve of saltines. A sleeve, <laughs> a sleeve of, saltines. of saltines. Don't use those buttery crackers. Mm-mm. 
<laughs> so I have a mystic bite, which is, you know, I don't cook. But um, I'm going to do a quick shout out to our fan named Bartholomew. I won't give out any more personal information because I don't know anymore. And that's not his real name. I know, so I'm safe. So, yeah. hey, Bartholomew, thanks for being the best fan ever. And he um, put up a recipe for a tax day painkiller. And it calls for three ounces of dark rum, one ounce of cream of coconut something, an ounce of OJ, and an ounce of pineapple juice. I'm going to make shaking that over for ice. Us. The next mystic we're... I agree. But as far as Bartholomew, he's, he's such a good fan that when I liked it, he said, oh, writers, you'll like this one. It's called The Dark and Stormy. stormy. I used to make oh, Dark yeah. and Stormy. When I was so, a bartender, I'd make Dark and Stormies. Yeah. And it sounds really good, like a sort of a Moscow mule. I won't read the recipe because y'all can look it up. But thanks, Bartholomew. Well, I have been eating in a 24-foot um, camper, so I don't have a bite. Mac and cheese. <laughs> mac and, so we, it's hot dogs a, for you? We get, a little, we get a little fancier than mac and cheese. Oh, did, yes, so let me ask you, when you, when you go to these camping places, do you cook out like on a stove? Like, do you wrap your things in Reynolds wrap? <laughs> <laughs> and make a hobo meal on exactly. the fire? <laughs> hobo. More... more. Reynolds wrap is good for everything. <laughs> Marky, Marky says her her uh, her like nep- not nephew grandson, grandson makes masks out of Reynolds wrap. It's just wonderful. We should get them as a sponsor. Yes, <laughs> we I should. Hope so, Marion, you call them. You're good at crowdsourcing. We learned today, <laughs> whatever that means. That's my one and only crowdsource. You're I've a Renaissance woman. What 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 exactly is a crowdsource? I must have missed that. I think no, it's when do. you throw yourself into a crowd and they hold you up and oh, pass. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, is that crowd surf? That's crowd surf. <laughs> Don't I thought Marion was making money crowdsourcing. Actually, crowdsourcing is part of Marion's being a Renaissance woman because she's Ooh. supporting the arts. What's right. a Renaissance woman? Oh, I say woman? when everybody sources your... When you put yeah. it out there that this is a work that needs to be done or this is a project that needs to be done, but there's no money to do it. So it's kind of like, go source me. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Go I fund me. Except a publisher. Did hey, listen, uh, the mystics want you to crowdsource us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, just send money. And, and while I'm saying that, I know we're not on task, but um, as mentioned earlier, uh, the uh, Mystic Queen's birthday picture was taken in the Big Mama, the Big Yellow Mama, and that picture will be on uh, Facebook on the 22nd. But I've been getting from the Facebook, do I want to fund a charity for my birthday? And I was thinking it'd be so much more fun just to have them send the money directly to me. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So you the get Mystic, a cash app. The Mystic People Queen charity. Yeah. The cash app handle. So if you were thinking for, you know, you want to send me birthday money, I don't have a charity in mind. Let's, let's say, uh, <laughs> save the queen. Save, save the, the queen. queen. <laughs> God, save God. the queen. Save the queen. Yes, and if you God, need my address, you can PM me. You can slide into her DMs. Oh, is it DM? <laughs> it's DM. Oh, well, don't PM me then, because I'm it, usually asleep in the PM. It's Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? I don't know. No, she doesn't. No, I don't if you don't have does. an Instagram, there's some other things for Facebook and Twitter, but we won't yeah, get into well, you that. You can message me. There you, you go. Could, we have twi- yeah, we have tweeted, but don't think we've Gail Instagrammed. Fl- Flitters. She flitters. <laughs> I flitter. You uh, are definitely flat the flitterer. Flat is a flitter. <laughs> well, 
what was our topic, Joanne? <laughs> oh, our topic. Oh, yes, we had a topic. It's being a Renaissance woman. We hear so much about Renaissance men. But, Margie, did you have a bite? Oh, yes. I would say um, our granddaughter came down for her orientation to Auburn. Yes. And so we did a delightful trip uh, to a carryout to Mellow Mushroom. Oh, and we got the, the Mellow Mushroom. Cosmic Karma, the Buffalo Chicken, and, uh, oh, yeah, the shiitake. Shiitake, mm. uh, whatever That's that a was. Mushroom. You it's got a, a mushroom. You got a mushroom. It's a mushroom pizza. Oh. But, but Wayne Sun Channing told us. A Where funny, was this now again? Mellow Mushroom in Auburn. Oh, okay. They're the best pizza in Auburn. They are. I disagree, but we'll move on. Who is the best pizza in Auburn? Oh, by far. I can't think of the name. (laughs) (laughs) Little Italy. Little Italy. Little Italy is by far the best pizza in Auburn. I know it for your your mystic I know we're on a schedule here, but I found a Chef Boyardee (laughs) pizza kit. From like I grew up on, I didn't know I didn't know there was any pizza that didn't come out of a Chef Boyardee pizza kit. We had it at the Miss America pageant every year. We had pizza sat in the floor, and Mama pulled for Miss Brazil. But um, every year, no matter what, she always said the women from Brazil were the prettiest ones in the pageant. But well, they've had that done. But yeah, now they have. I'm not so sure back in the 50s and 60s. But anyway, I made John David rather made. The Chef Boyardee pizza from a kit this week. And I just felt like I was... your bite. I felt like I was way back in in my teenage years. Well, I know we're supposed to stay on topic, but now I have to say (laughs) that Bob Langley, the the Mystic King, is the best pizza maker in the world. And we we used to have a farm, and we invited friends over to the farm, and we had a couple of of, um, brewskis, but... Anyway, he was making pizza and throwing the pizza in the air and showing. He's from originally from New York, but he's a little smoothed over. Let me say that. But he was throwing the pizza in the air and showing off. And so he threw the, this big hunk of heavy flour in the air, and it hit the overhead fan. Oh God! <laughs> and you would think you would think that it would just go pizza around the overhead fan, but no, it <laughs> took off like an automatic <laughs> weapon. <laughs> And it hit the wall and took out, thank God it missed the guest, and took out (laughs) plaster. plaster. So uh, we have decided now when Bob makes pizza, there's no drinking beforehand. Leave the fans off. Yeah, turn the fan off. We're making pizza. That is some coagulant dough, let me tell you. Oh, my God. That was greatest sentence, Joanne. One more comment about the shiitake. No, no. We're on a schedule. No, this is is about the shiitake pizza. Wayne thought it was going to be pork sausage. (laughs) Shank. That's shank (laughs) talkie. Shank Okay, look, I know we're on a schedule, but you know what I think is funny about Mellow Mushroom is that all of their decor and some of their titles are just blatantly homages to psilocybin mushrooms, and there's all these sweet little Nancys and Clarks sitting in there dining. Look at the art on the wall, Joanne. Oh, no, I was going to say they put psilocybin on your mushroom. No, that's illegal. <laughs> but absolutely right, Mary. Oh, well. But the they're whole little, thing is dedicated smiling, to magic mushrooms. mushrooms which is how Mellow Mushrooms started. That's how you got Mellow. The mellowing Mushroom. Right. Joanne, ask me about Renaissance women. 
Oh, Mary, oh let's talk no, about Renaissance No, I want to say something about Renaissance women. <laughs> but we're on a schedule. I, I looked something. it up in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Oh, good. So you know I get to go first. I looked it up, too. Oh, but wait. The definition <laughs> is of is a woman. This is a modern Renaissance woman who is interested in and knows a lot about many things. Now, in my estimation, that's every woman. It is, exactly. That is single, every woman. They know a lot about how to work, how to have children, children. how to do their household, how to budget. Most of them do the gardening. So if that's the definition, a woman who is interested in and knows a lot of many things, we might as well stop here because that's everybody. Well, but I think the definition of a Renaissance woman is something more <laughs> genteel and more um, affluent. And that's a bad word, I think, for that. But, you know, what I is, think it is what, one... What, you mean they have to be affluent? They don't have to be affluent. No, not at all. And I can think of... Why some, did you say it then? Well, because it was a bad word. That's why I immediately said, that's a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> I think of bad words as... <laughs> I, th I think... <laughs> as flitter. What? I think that just because a woman or a man does everything doesn't mean they know how to do it. I no agree. kidding. And so I think the Renaissance man or woman knows how to, knows a lot and knows how to do a lot, a lot. well. And that's a modern Renaissance women. Modern Renaissance women would be different. Yes. And I think we owe a lot of gratitude to YouTube. Everybody get your pen out now. This is going to be the biggest challenge the mystics have ever had. You can only answer yes or no. That's it. Oh, no, shoot. This is a quiz. I was thinking, is there a quiz that I could take to see if I'm a Renaissance woman? And I couldn't find one, so I made one up. Oh, good. Mary, go. Okay, so some you only can say yes or no and keep up with your own score. Okay. Ready? Ready. I'm going to ask a question. And we're going to go around the table and say yes or no. I already know I have a perfect score. Yeah, you have to be excused. You have to And we'll just go in the order that we're sitting, and I'll go last. Question number one Can you knit cables on a sweater? Yes. What are cables? No, say it. No. No. What are cables? That was a no. And yes. So I get a point. Okay, number two. Can you put dinner on the table for five without panicking? Oh shoot! Yes, I one put word it for six. One yes. word. Yes. Yes. I guess. One word. <laughs> I'm gonna go no for Marion and yes for me. And Mary gets a no. I would say Marion can do it I with a crock pot and a heart. <laughs> the mystics could not do this with one word answers. <laughs> so okay. that's because we're ready. So, we're so renaissancey. I know Renaissance women are wordy. Number three. Can you draw a diagram to scale of the solar system and include the asteroid belt and the Oort cloud? Yes or no? No. Uh, no. Yes, and I'm going to yes. put Pluto in Number there. Number four. Pluto goes in there. No, it doesn't. Number four. <laughs> Number four. Can you record, edit, upload a video to YouTube and link it to an online presentation? This is everything Mary can do. I can't I cook. Just figured I can it out. do that now. Yes. Uh, that would be a no. No. What was the question again? Ed, yes, I can do that, but I cannot cook. Gail, I put some things I can't oh, do. Oh, bullshit. Okay, you look. You just put number, that one in so, uh -uh. to make us happy. Number five, can you clean your house? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Exceedingly so. And no for me. <laughs> number six, can you drive anywhere without a Garmin or whatever, but only using a road map? Yes. Uh, yes. 
Yeah. If I have Margie, I can. <laughs> Gail. Yes or no? <laughs> yes to Margie. And I'm going to say no for Marion because she doesn't turn left. I can go to Big Lots without a Garmin. Can you go anywhere in the <laughs> country a with a road I map? I can't go anywhere in the country with a chauffeur. Okay. <laughs> Marion doesn't take left turns. Okay, and I can use a road map. I Wait a minute, a, one word answer. I prefer yeah. a road map. table and use a road map. I just won't get behind the car with it. Okay, number I'm seven. I'm going yes for Number Mary. seven. Number seven, can you get your significant other, the person you live with, to clean the counters after he or she makes something in the kitchen? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Who's your significant other, Marion? The person I live with. Yeah. <laughs> I can lift my eyebrow and get the entire room to clean my counters. <laughs> okay, I am a no. <clears throat> Number eight, can you explain the difference? Y'all, these are one-word answers now. Don't yes, do the task. Can you explain the difference in scientific law and scientific theory? Yes. Uh, yes. No. Yes. Yes. And number nine, can, yes. you, can you play an in- instrument well enough to suit yourself? A no. musical instrument? No. 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 Yes. No. And number 10, can you sing almost every single word, including humming the overture of Jesus Christ Superstar, the Broadway version? Yes. Um, yes. Not every Jesus, single word. No. Yes. And yes. Okay, so while y'all are tallying your scores, I'm going to go ahead and Mine sing the entire version of, no, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what you get. If you got a zero through three, you're a Mayasaura, which is a dinosaur that was a, really loved her babies. <laughs> number four through six, your score, you are not your mama's mama. And uh, if you got a five through a seven, you are a groovy go-getter. But if you got an eight through a ten, you are a renaissance woman. I got ten. But could your I mama's mama do that technical woman. stuff with the Garmin and the computer cable? That's why that was five through seven. Oh, okay. I want to know what musical instrument you play, Gail. Yeah. I said I was yes to every single one. I didn't say whether I was telling the truth or not. <laughs> oh my! I, I can play. I can play the kazoo. Child. And I can play. I'm in love with the big blue frog on the kazoo. You want to hear it? Well enough. Well enough. <laughs> and obviously well enough to suit herself. If you listening audience will take our Renaissance quiz and put your answer. You can either slide it in our DMs, but we don't have an Instagram. You can put it on our Facebook page or our Twitter. Then we will send you a sticker. And if we like your answers, we might even send you a book. So take the quiz and share your score. And the mystics, I will have to say, are mostly modern Renaissance women. Because the the difference between, I think, an everyday, a woman who goes, quote, something well, um, the mystics like to explore into different realms. We have done art. Well, see, that's where Mary is a scientist. And so that was prone to science. But um, Mary still goes into the arts. She loves music. I think that's part of the arts. She loves, I mean, listen to her about her, you know, I married a movie man. I mean, she appreciates, and well done movies are art. So I think that's the the stepping over into it and to expand your horizons at every opportunity, which is what we do. The definition of a Renaissance man, which I went by to determine if we were Renaissance women, are say, you know, if you have a well-rounded education, all of us do. If you are self-taught as well, and we are also self-taught. Well, let me interrupt. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was looking at the what a Renaissance man from the 14th century through the 17th century, and there were no Renaissance women. They were all subjugated as wives, nuns. Mm-hmm. I will say no. I have a list of Renaissance well, there women. Well, <laughs> there are a few, but not many. I mean, there were 10, but not many. But the ones that were not wives were nuns or living in a relative's house. But the or rena- prostitutes. Yeah, well, that would be okay. That's kind of Renaissance. Or models for art. But they did, the Renaissance was classical philosophy, literature, art, political, mm-hmm. and global exploration. That's global exploration, hence the multilingual. And there are two of us who speak more than one language. In fact, no, three of us at least. Margie picks What's up. What's her little language, Margie? Margie picks up a little of the language. She does. She picks up a little of the language everywhere she travels. (laughs) (laughs) And P.P. said, sa-sa. My my godmother was raising children. Please take that out when you you edit this. No, no, no. My godmother was reading a book to her grandchildren one day, and it said, and Pepe said C.C. And she read, and P.P. said, (laughs) sa-sa. So maybe some of us don't have language, but I, don't know. I can say a she few words in Swahili. They, see, there you are. And why do you? And why can you say a few words in Swahili? Because I went on a research trip to Kenya and camped in a tent for a month, precisely, and that defines a Renaissance woman. You know, if if I asked some other of my friends, would you sleep in a tent in in Kenya? They would go, hell no. <laughs> Their laws. You know, when I was looking through the Renaissance, and um, not in person, but online, I was thinking, what of these Renaissance people, what are some of the things they did or their traits that reminds me of myself? And the one that came to mind for me was Cabinets of Curiosity, which happened during the Renaissance. And I absolutely love Cabinets of Curiosity, which was the beginning. The art market started with collections, straight from the idea of Cabinets of Curiosity. And they were the beginnings of museums, which um, eventually became our modern museum. But I have visited many cabinets. I have cabinets of curiosities, and I have collections, if you're a collector. And you make Cabinets of Curiosities. Mm -hmm. That's what you're... Art your is. Art is. It's yeah. basically cabinets of curiosity. Well, Margie certainly makes yes, cabinets. Yes, I, I do them. And my new studio is in a walk-in cabinet of curiosity. Margie's are more like universes of curiosity. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, you know, not a just cabinet cabinets. can be an entire room. Okay. Yes. Or an entire box full of something. But I, um, my son, the Mystic Prince, and I make it a... Uh, point of interest on our trips to go to cabinets of curiosity or museums of any kind. Mostly, they're Bigfoot museums, but two, and I've mentioned many times about the Jurassic Museum of Technology in, in Los Angeles, or in is it near LA, or in well, in Los Angeles. But the other cabinet of curiosity I decided I wanted to talk about um, on the Renaissance women, and I think there were a lot of Renaissance women involved in this one. Um, is um, the Museum of uh, Broken Relationships. And the Museum of Broken Relationships used to be in L.A. It might be closed now. But it's items sent in that was part of the divorce or part of the broken relationship. (laughs) 
And there's all kind of items in glass boxes sent by those with broken hearts. But my favorite are breast implants. And the note <laughs> under there from, from the person who sent it in said, um, he really, my husband really wanted me to have these breast implants. I never liked them. And the minute we divorced, I had them removed. And I'm sending them to you because it represents our broken relationship. Oh, shoot. <laughs> quite perfect. But are you saying that she is a renaissance woman? I would think so. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, how many things have you, um, Would you know, a renaissance woman have breast implants because her man She'd said have them to? taken out when she became a renaissance enlightened. Woman. Maybe en- so. The enlightenment. Maybe when she so. was reborn. Which, she yeah. was. Which is the meaning of the renaissance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Reborn of the classical arts. Yes, from, from ancient... Yeah, you know, dark, Greece political, political. And, you know, because if I wrote this quiz, I would say, how many of you held a political office? I tried. Oh. I didn't. I wouldn't even consider that. Well, it's in the Renaissance. Joanne tried. Well, I made mine up <laughs> totally. Well, I, I would have made that up because I've held political office and I could say yes to all ten. Y'all raise your hand if Gail should write a Renaissance woman quiz. Yes. Yes. No, <laughs> She's no, projecting no. her yes quiz yes no. No, to me. Because we already know the subject of our next podcast. Which is? Which is? We're going we're gonna to read our work. I just oh, talked oh, talk right, to y'all about it. Right. This worries me. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? Aren't, aren't we to... Um, we are our mystic, our mystic moment. Because I want to mention my mystic moment because I missed, uh, because of the phone ringing in the podcast booth, I missed our, the talk about We Tumka. I'm sure Margie carried on. She did well. and told us about Chick. Well, that's what? my mystic <laughs> I, moment. I said that was your moment, but go ahead. Uh, did you tell about leaving the parking lot? Go ahead. Okay. Well, Chick was 84, and we really didn't know if we were being kidna- kidnapped or not. But uh, we get in this Cadillac with Chick, and as we're leaving the parking lot, he says to us, I don't drive so good anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you were in a Cadillac. Lots of of metal around you. Also, I thought we could defend ourselves against an 84-year-old. But I don't know. (laughs) He he looked pretty fit, didn't he? He did, but it was actually like a Ford Explorer. (laughs) No, it was a Cadillac. (laughs) (laughs) Margie quit drinking with Chick. Was it Chick or... Chick. Or chic. Chick. I have to chick. say he was That's still right. a chic. very handsome chic. dude. Oh, well. Gail's third crush of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I may have a crush on him. <laughs> we, we thought he would be too old for you. Do you have a mystic moment, Margie? Well, my mystic moment, my, uh, my husband Wayne and I were visiting our friend Kim and sitting in his wonderful studio in Atlanta. And um, Wayne goes, oh, go away, Eleanor. And I went like, what? And he said, uh, Kim's long departed dog Eleanor Wayne saw out of the corner of his eye oh my gosh and, uh, I said is it the beginnings of Parkinson's <laughs> because you know that Parkinson's commercial where he sees the yeah, two, dogs? He two dogs but he saw he just he said Eleanor nudged him on the leg now then, is oh. this your husband yeah yeah hmm. but it's okay he 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 figured it was all right. It was it the spirit of Eleanor. Uh-huh. Now, Margie, that is totally strange. That is a mystic moment. I will say so. Yes. It is. Mary. Ghost dogs. Ghost dog. I have a mystic moment. What is your mystic moment, Mary? I was just sitting at this table with some mystics, and I looked up, and one of them disappeared. Has <laughs> vanished. Marion can do doo. that with, and without a sound. Yeah, she's just vanished. Just a little nebula. I think she's in yeah. the toilet. 
Not no, she went I to think meet she her. got in her Cadillac and went home <laughs> without taking left turns. She, she went to meet her contractor. Oh. Let's talk about Mom. her. She's not here. And let's talk about Katie, too. Katie hasn't been yeah, here in a while. Miss, we ought to mention that. Mystic we Katie is on her way to Maine. Did she invite us? No. No, she nope. and I love Maine. Maine is one of my favorite They're going to go see the Stephen, Stephen King. Ooh, They're going to visit with him gonna, personally? I don't know. I think so. Oh my she God. said she would drive Who by. Who told you that? I asked her. Oh, she said they're she was going, going to, to see birds, I bet. Are I, they're going to Arcadia uh, National Park for sure. I bet you the puffins are in. I'm oh, going to yeah. ask Stephen King. He's my best friend since I read his book. And I'm going to ask him if, if Katie's on her way Katie, up Is there. he your best friend on Twitter? If you would tell Stephen King that a mystic came looking for him and a mystic is asking about her... He'll you probably answer. He, absolutely. Did, <laughs> asking did, about him. Asking slide about and, him. That's right. Did you he DM would be him? all about that. I'll slide later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, and Marion had to leave, as we said, to, to visit. I have a mystic moment, but it's, it, it is akin to Margie's. As we have been traveling, Jimmy says he's been hearing music. That's my husband has been hearing music. Was the radio turned on? No. And that's the Was thing. Was it turned down Gosh. to much? This is at night. Not music like during daylight, but as he's laying in bed, he hears <laughs> What's music. the difference in music at night and music in the daylight? Because we wouldn't have the radio on at night. And we don't have, and as I said, we had no cell phone service. So, but he has been hearing music in his head and trying to figure wow. out where it is coming from and what One it is. One more question. Was there a nearby camper? No. This the wonderful thing about this is the closest camper was 100 yards away. So Were they playing music loudly? No. What about the Reynolds wrap? We do rap? not approve and we do not allow. Where do you keep the Reynolds wrap in your camper? Well, that's <coughs> the thing. Maybe he uh-huh. should have had it around him. Yeah. <laughs> because yep. the other day he said he heard it as he came home. And he was laying there and he said, wait a minute, it's God bless America. And then he heard someone say... <laughs> That, and this is like 4 o'clock in the morning, a gale hour of the day. Thank you for listening to our find. And, and it um, sounded like the radio, but there was no has radio Has he gotten on. a new filling in his tooth? Well, that's what we're going to have to check and see. Or Did he ra- get the vaccination? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, has Clearly. he really had some fillings put in no, his teeth? No, he has not. But he's worried about it. That and maybe something. I don't know. Gosh. Maybe it's the Reynolds wrap. We'll have to try Reynolds wrap head. Maybe I can borrow it from Mary. <laughs> or, or move it away. I'm thinking it might be the receiver. There's an idea. Mm-hmm. I've got a mystic moment from Marion talking to her on the phone the other day. And we were ta- we were discussing macular degeneration, degeneration. which is yes. weird, but we're talking about taking these A-red things. And she Taking said, Arabs? A-reds, it's a, it's a vitamin that you take twice a day. It's supposed to help with macular degeneration. degeneration yes. Do you which, have macular No, degen- neither of us do, but it's supposed to prevent it. But Marion told me that some people that have macular degeneration who can't read words anymore, the letters turn up as musical notes. Yeah, uh, I heard about yeah, that. That's Maybe cool. from you. Yeah, maybe cool. that, Jimmy, it's something to do with Jimmy. Maybe. Maybe wow. we'll have to ask. But we have come to the end of another Mystic Podcast. Thank you for listening to us. And please tune in again. As Gail said, we will be reading at our next Mystic uh, event, and you will love it. So until that time, be the flame, not Not the the mom. Not the mom.